ladies and gentlemen, sports fans of all ages, it's our pleasure to present to you the newest name in Delaware sports and sports around the world, who has had absolutely no success in the real world, so he's dedicated his life to talking sports. He's known to be prickly and... All right. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. I know everybody is getting, uh, you know... Getting away from the television of the big, huge matchup, Miami Jacksonville, to join us. So I appreciate that. You know, it's tight seven three here in the first quarter. So I uh, appreciate everybody uh, uh, jumping in and checking us out. Uh, good morning, Stiz. Again, another yes. cornhole championship. Uh, I thought I just mentioned that. Uh, I saw the pictures uh, posted up. So. Uh, we have that. We have a bunch of bunch of stuff to go over. Big week here in the NFL uh, as we get into it, you know. Uh, and of course, I'm off the snide, uh, trying to make it two in a row. Uh, so we'll see how uh, how that plays out. So uh, we're going. Um, you know, we got a, we got a lot going on today. Nevada Nick is here, obviously. Uh, you know. Uh, and, and, you know, listen, we got big things because obviously you're the brain. A lot of people are saying you're the brains of the operation, you know. So, you know, I, I just wanted to let everybody know that. Oh, I, think, is the brain I think that's obvious. I think that's obvious. <laughs> the brains of the operation. If, if, we were, if you were the brains of the operation, we would be in a lot of trouble. That's for sure. And you so guys brought me that. your looks and personality. Yeah, right. <laughs> <Health is. laughs> yeah. Now, all right, yeah. you guys, uh, coach, you want to start you know, with the Eagles game on Thursday? You go with that and go through that? Uh, yeah, let's 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 go. You know, because I want to get yeah, because I want to get into, you know, your boy Zach gets 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 traded. I want right. to, you know, okay. big, big news coming from Philadelphia right. after that game. I mean, you know, it looked yeah. like Tampa was going to roll roll right through. And, uh, well, you know, I, I mean, obviously I didn't stay up late enough to watch this yeah. uh, comeback of sorts. But, oh. you know, it would, but the box score looked close. Well, we'll just say, well, yeah, the box score might have been close. The game wasn't. Um, <laughs> and uh, if Stiz has a hit list, Nick Seriani's on the top of it right now. I'll just say that. <laughs> Stiz had the Bucks minus six and a half, and it was 28-7. And he got it down to, you know, I guess it would be 28-20 instead of just kicking the extra point. He went for two and got it and made it six. So uh, Nick Seriani isn't really high on anybody's list right now unless you're putting the list of shittiest coaches in the league. Um, uh, <laughs> Quote-unquote quote, dope. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's just – I'll tell you. And what's crazy is – I mean, you run the wall. You run the ball one time in the first half, which is amazing. But then in the fourth quarter, you say, "Okay, let's give the run a shot," and Miles Sanders goes off in the fourth quarter, and you actually come back. Now, could it have been a little bit of the Bucks putting the foot off the gas? Yeah, but the Eagles look good, and Brian Baldinger, who used to, you know, analyst and used to play uh, offensive line for the Eagles was showing the breakdown. They were doing great blocking for the run. And they actually, you know, have done well um, blocking for the run. It just makes no sense. I mean, Coach, 
you, you're a football coach. You coach. You understand. I mean, we we all know as football guys, you're essentially telling everybody, okay, we're we're one dimensional. Yeah. We're gonna pass. So I mean, you, like you, you teams just know how you're gonna play. Like it's unbelievable. I mean, this is this is like little league football. But but, but part of the problem with that also is it does make you look at Miles Sanders. It, it, with rose-colored glasses because teams don't have the box loaded. The numbers favor the run, you know, because they know you're going to pass the football. Yeah, but, so but Miles no, runs. He's never really given him an opportunity. He's had right, some but games. you also have not given your your you're not sticking. Teams are not adjusting to it because they know you can't stick with it. That that's that's the issue. You know, uh, Harry said, <laughs> actually, Ron, you know, they're not, they're not, they're not sticking to it long enough for the defense right. to adjust to it. They, as, do it well, long enough. they ran the ball one time in the first half. <laughs> it's not doing it at all. Zero yards. Yeah. I know. I know. They're not sticking to it. I mean, the coach, I mean, they they're right, but that's the thing. Why, why even bother? Why even it's like, bother it's like getting guys league. in the box? It's like major league. In the point where Harry Doyle was looking through the line, he's like, one hit, one goddamn hit. Like, that's not, that's, you know, I look at the box going, one run. I mean, now I ask you guys this. Is there a chance that I think uh, – no, I don't, I don't think it would be the first time because I, I don't think Petrino made it all year. But Petrino resigned on his own. Is there a chance Sirianni – No, no to Nick Saban. Nick, they both no, made, Nick they Saban both went there. That was his year, too. Um, okay. Is there any chance Nick, Nick Sariani doesn't even make it the whole year? Stays, I'll start with you. Yeah, there's a chance. If he keeps on running this team to the ground like he is right now, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, they're gonna they're gonna yank his ass out of there. Yeah, coach. Absolutely, there's always a chance. I, I mean, do I think the Eagles do it? No, I right. don't, because I think you know they'll Lori will stay until the end. Of, let him ride the season out. Right. But I mean. He's definitely one and done, I think. And, uh, and look, if I was Zach Ertz, he got as soon as he found out he was traded, he probably popped the champagne. You know, I mean, well, especially you went you're going from the outhouse to the penthouse. I mean, come yeah, on, you're going you're going from a team that can't get out of its own way to to an undefeated team. Well, what's frustrating? Moving, I don't think all up. Yeah, moving on up like the Jeffersons, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the Eagles are terrible. I just think. The coach is terrible. Um, now, I, I tend to agree with what Coach said. I don't think Lori's going to – because not that it's a panic move, but I don't think Lori will do it during a year. That's not just, – just that's just not Lori-like. If they but keep on losing, though. If, I, it, uh, you know. Exactly what I was going to say. If he keeps doing – coaching the way he is and right. he has two or three more games and he's one runs and he's horrible – press conferences afterwards where people are just like, huh? Like he, yeah. they asked me yesterday, does this, you know, you putting all, all you know, all this on Jalen Hurts, is is it, is, you know, are you, is, is that okay? Like, oh yeah, I trust Jalen. Like, I mean, they're just, <laughs> he's just looks like an idiot. Um, And that goes to my next question. And look, I know it's early, but, and I also know coaching is part of his problem, but, if you were the Eagles, would you be concerned with Jalen Hurts, uh, coach? 
Yeah, I think Nick Sirianni needs to go back and play rock, paper, scissors. You know, he's good at that. We know he's good at playing rock, paper, scissors. Right. You know? But running the football, no, he's not. Skiz, would you be concerned? hundred percent. I mean, they're, yeah. they're putting way too much pressure on this kid. You know, Thursday night, he was the leading rusher on the team. Right. And, and this is more than one time this year. He, he had 10 rushes compared to Miles Sanders' nine rushes. Yeah, but and, a bunch of those rushes were were not uh, designed running plays. They were no. just him getting out of the – and, you know, and being able to turn turn a uh, uh, you know turn a broken play into some right. positive yards. So You're right, and he got and he got two touchdowns out of it. But I mean, look, man, you, you know, you give Miles Sanders nine nine touches, okay, Thursday. You give Kenneth Gainwell zero touches. I mean, Gainwell was out touching Miles Sanders pretty much all years, and and now he's obsolete. I mean, I just I just don't understand these moves. And we all know, man, running quarterbacks don't fare well in the NFL, especially when you're kind of forced to. So, I don't know. This keeps on going on like this. He's going to have a short lifespan, in my opinion. Yeah. And, and Joe, yeah, the Cowboys look really good. The only thing I think can get in the Cowboys' way is Mike McCarthy. That's what would worry me. But they look like they got everything they need. Um, In regards to Hurts, yeah, I would be really concerned. Um, They're asking way too much of them. They're not putting him in, in places to succeed. And, look, I do have questions about – I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's a leader. I like how the team plays around them. I think they play for him. I think that, you know, they like him. But, man, there's some throws he he really needs to make that he doesn't. Uh, but, I mean, it's so early. But I don't think he's got a long leash. We said this. I You know, the Eagles are built that if they don't – you know, and like the quarterback at the end of the year, they're built now to make that move and go either go get Watson or draft a quarterback. And I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know if after this year, Hurts is going to look like the guy. And because and, Sirianni sure as hell isn't helping it. And um, yeah, so I'm well, really- I, I would take Hurts over Daniel Jones in a heartbeat. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I wouldn't take either of them right now, the way they look. I mean, and I like Hurts. He, he can do more than Daniel Jones, I agree. But, you know, he has – he had a 12-yard curl, just an easy – I mean, it was, it's like a layup in basketball for a quarterback, and he missed it. Like, he, he – he, you know, he's not seeing the field well. There's just some of the decision-making and, and the turnovers I'm just not in love with. And, I, and, look, he's only played 10 games. Let me see what he does the rest of the year. But is it also fair because yeah, that's under Sirianni? So how can you get uh, – let's talk about Cowboys. We already talked about them, Joe. We yeah. already talked about them. What else, man? Talk about the Eagles because we're in Philly, Joe. We're yeah. not all freaking Cowboys fans like you, like Ben Simmons. <laughs> all right. Now, <laughs> we'll get on to Coach's Giants now. We're going to we're going, Joe, we're working up the Tennessee's to bottom. We're going to start at the bottom here and work ourselves up. Bottom up. Uh, Coach, all kinds of injuries on the Giants. Just yeah. numerous injuries. Now, Daniel Jones is going to play today. Andrew Thomas? Uh, still uh, doubtful, but I think he is going to play. So Doubtful uh, means not going to play, but okay. Oh, well, I'm, I always get that confused. The doubtful, because doubtful and uh, what's doubtful. the other one? <laughs> Why would you get that confused? Questionable. Questionable. I okay. don't know. Questionable. What about Kenny so. Galladay? Out. Kenny Galladay's out. Uh, Saquon Barkley out. Right. 
you know, uh, I think Shepard's playing, so but I think Slade is still out, uh, and uh, Peppers uh, Peppers is in. So uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, they played him tough last year. If you remember last year in in L.A., uh, the Giants made one mistake. You know, they lost that game. What was it, sixteen ten or something? So uh, uh, we'll see. I, I just don't – I don't really have any faith. I mean, the defense is playing terrible. Uh, and, you know, the problem – the pro, you know, I keep saying it's the pass rush, it's the pass rush. But, you know what, you got to get into manageable third-down situations, man. You can't give them third and short all the time. Right. You know, you got you to come up with some plays on first and second down as well. Now, so. now Coach, uh, you know, obviously now I think you look at the Saquon situation – they picked up his fifth-year option, which now I think is a huge mistake. Obviously, Absolutely. but is there a chance you think they that. maybe try to trade him in the offseason and just move on because you know you can't really count on him? I would, I, and we'll see when we have a new general manager. I, I mean, I would because he's just not. You're not going to pay him. It, it doesn't matter what what he does from here on out. I mean, he hasn't he hasn't shown enough consistency to pay to pay yeah. the guy. So, so let him go out, you know, trade him, see what you can get, something in return for him. I mean, you're not going to get much. Maybe, maybe a fourth-round pick. I, I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Stiz, would you, would you move on from Saquon? Yeah. I mean, the, the guy's injury-prone, as we, as we see, and, and you can't count on him. The problem is, you know, what are you going to get for him next year? Right. You know That's mean? why I said I'd be generous by saying a fourth-round pick. I mean, I, yeah. honestly – I, I don't know that you'd get that much. I mean, somebody well, might. That's what's crazy. Once again, your boy Dave Gettleman picks up a fifth-year option, and they may just have to straight release him. I mean, that's yep. what it might come to, and which is just like, are, are you kidding me? You picked up his option to then release him because – Well, again, Dave Gettleman, if you remember, he, he signed Odell Beckham to this big long-term deal and then traded him. But if you yeah. knew you were going to trade him, why did you sign him to this contract? Right. And to, to, to Joe knows, too. Joe, we talked about the Cowboys last week, and we all talked about if they're Super Bowl contenders. Those two said no. I said yes. So I don't know if they've changed their week, their, their mind since last no, week. No, I haven't. Yeah. No, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I like them, but I, I don't yeah. see them get to the Super Bowl. No, I mean, look, that's it. The, the, the NFC West they, is, is too tough. It's too tough for, yeah. for too many hurdles for them to go through. Yeah, no. well, 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 the only advantage to that can be is they're in the NFC East. So that means they're going to have a better record, just sure. like the Packers, and that they can maybe get home field advantage. So that's, that is that is a positive. Now, uh, guys, any chance Giants pull off the upset of the Rams? I'm going to say no, Coach. Of course, there's always a chance. Okay, let me put my fan hat on, you know, because you know, and and say that yes, they. If you go look, they played them tough last year in L.A. You know, they. It's a new season. They they obviously they can pull it out. They, they, there's always a chance. Uh, Stiz, any chance? You, you got a better chance of coach winning back to back locks of the week. <laughs> let me put it that way. So, no. No yeah. shot whatsoever. Okay, I, yeah, they, man, they just they just came across a big hurdle Monday night. Yeah. So now, coaches through Gazy team, <laughs> the Cardinals, who coaches been calling for Gazy every week, and finally retracted that statement after four and zero and beat the Rams, are now five and zero. 
are the Cardinals Super Bowl contenders, Stiz? No, I, I don't think so. I, I mean, I, you know, I jumped on Coach's bandwagon too early in the year and said they were Fugazi. I, right. you know, I just didn't see it. Um, you know, now with Seattle pretty much out of the picture, you know, you have a better shot of, of at least getting a wild card if they start going downhill and start losing games, which right. I can actually see happening. Um, you got Kyler Murray w- with a hurt shoulder now again, you know, like he had last year. And I think it's the same throwing shoulder. You know, he misses a few games, man. You're going to start seeing this team go the opposite way. Um, I just don't think they keep this pace up. I really don't. <laughs> now, well, they yeah. added Zach, Zach Ertz. They added Zach Ertz, which we didn't huge. Uh, you yeah, know, we're gonna we're, we were gonna huge. talk that. Yeah, if you would have looked at the thing, we're, you're gonna see we're gonna talk about that. But what are they? Well, I would think that would have that would have tailed into when we were talking with the Eagles since he came from the Eagles. We no, would have well, we would have well, we would have well, you well, know so it's called a segue. Called the segue. Now called you're a moron. Uh, are the are the Yeah, are the Cardinals a Super Bowl contender? No. No. Okay. No, no, I, I, I think they are. I, I really do. I think when you talk about balance and but I bring up Stiz is right. Uh, Kyler's shoulder is huge because he hurt that shoulder last year and then his production really went south. I don't love Kingsbury. I know they're winning. I don't love him. But what, what you got to look at is you got two studs on the defensive line. You got Buda Baker. You got Jordan Hicks in the middle with Hassan Reddick and Isaiah Simmons. They have a lot of players. Um, you know, they bring Rodney Hudson over from the Raiders to, to bring onto that line. They're running the ball better this year, which they didn't do last year. Stiz, you know, Stiz was all over Chase Edmonds last year. He's having a nice year. They're running this the ball year, a little yeah. bit better. Look, I think there's a lot of teams. You know, you say, oh, but look, I could see the Cardinals, the Cowboys, uh, the Rams. The, the Bucs, I think any four of those teams, I mean, it's pretty wide open. There's a lot of teams right now that I could see in that Super Bowl window. Um, and, and, and it all seems pretty close. You know what I mean? It's all, you know, they're, they're, to me, there's not really a team you can say, hey, this team's here and looks better than the rest of the league, like like at the start of the year, where I think everybody thought it was Chiefs Bucks. And here we are five weeks in, and – I don't think you anybody here would say Chiefs Bucks, obviously. You know, right. Nick, don't forget too, uh, going back to the Kyler Murray of being, you know, possibly hurting that shoulder. If you remember last year, I mean, Kyler Murray's upside is his rushing ability. Right. And, and, and getting rushing touchdowns, you know, if need be. You remember last year when he hurt his shoulder, you didn't see him run so much. And, right. and for sure he's not he's not going into the into the middle into the end zone. There's right. no way. So he kind of protected himself a little bit. I'm curious if the same thing happens this year, which, you know, will bode to my point that they regress. Now, says what's the fantasy impact for Coach brought it up of, of Earth? Do you, do you Is Earth a pickup for you? Do you think he's going to do well in, in Arizona? Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. You know, Arizona and Buffalo were really two of them teams I think we talked about earlier in the year that really needed that kind of knockdown tight end position, solidified. And now Arizona has it. I mean, I really like Zach Ertz coming here. He don't have to worry about, <clears throat> excuse me, sharing the ball with anybody like he was with Dallas Goddard. Uh, Arizona's tight end Max Williams out for the year now. 
Um, so, yeah, he's going to take over that position as soon as he learns the playbook. I think it's a great addition for Kyler Murray. Right. Now, on the other end of that game, the Browns, 3-2, and two, uh, tough loss last week. But I, I know you don't, you hate to say it this early in the year, but, you know, the Browns, you know, people were talking about a Super Bowl this year. You know, and, and in my opinion, I think this is a must-win game for them. You don't want to get to 500, 3-3. Three and, three, mm. and, you know, look, Ravens are 4-1. and one. Chargers are jumping out the gate. Bills are jumping out the gate. Coach, do you agree? Would you call us a must-win game for the Absolutely. Browns? Absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. This is, this is uh, you know, a must-win for them because you you can't in that that division, just in your division, you right. know, it's very – it's it's tough, uh, you know, uh, Cincinnati kind of creeping up in there. Yeah. You don't want to – you don't want to fall down to, to 500 and, and get get lost in the sauce, uh, so to speak, because, you know, let's face it, the AFC is, is pretty heavy this year. A lot right. of good teams. Right. So it's going to be going to be tough to, to get a, a wild card spot. Yeah, right. Stiz, would you call it a must win for the Browns? It's it's a needed win. I don't yeah. I don't know that it's a it's a must win this early. Right. Um, listen, they, they they played in in my opinion the game of the week last week against the Chargers. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know, they put up what forty two points, I believe, and and still lost. Yeah. You know, on, on Cleveland's defense carrying Eckler into the end zone. You know, that kind of put it you know kind of right. put it over the Chargers uh, in the Chargers way. So it's going to be a good game. Uh, you know, we'll talk about. Definitely that later on, you know, with my locks okay. of the week. So. Now, l- last week, obviously, Bills smoked the Chiefs. I mean, just, just you know, looked really good. Uh, right now in Vegas, Bills are what's considered the betting favorite to win to win the Super Bowl. Um, do you agree with that? Are the Bills the favorite to win the Super Bowl? Coach, I'll start with you. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Okay, I agree with you. I yeah. do too. I, 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 right now, if I had to pick one team, I just like the balance. The defense looks much bigger. They picked up your boy Rousseau, who's made some plays for him, uh, running the ball a little bit more. Uh, you know, I like the direction they're headed in, playing a little bit different style. You know, it's not as much of, you know, where so much is on Josh Allen. Um, I, I do think right now they're the Super Bowl favorite. Stiz, what do you think? They're on the bills are unstoppable. You know, I, we talked about the Chiefs last week too, and man, I'm I'm starting to doubt myself on them. I mean, they're just yeah. going backwards. Where you know the Bills are just trucking along forward, and, yeah. and you know we talked about it off air. You know, they finally got a tight end in play with this Dawson Knox. I think yeah. this is his second year, maybe third mm-hmm. year, and they finally got you know a tight end in play. And, and yeah. Josh Allen's just balling out. I mean, he, he's definitely going to go for the MVP vote this year. Right. He got nudged last year, but. He's going to be in play this year again, I think. Yeah. Now, now, Coach, um, could the Chiefs actually miss the playoff, Coach? Yeah, they can. I mean, they, we just talked about how packed the AFC is this year. Right. You know, they, there's a chance they could miss the playoffs. Yeah. You know, I mean, you have uh, San Diego. You have the Chargers playing really, really well. You have, you know, obviously Buffalo, Baltimore. Uh, Cleveland, um, you know, you have a, a host of teams that that can really uh, come out and play, and they they could be on the outside looking in if they don't turn things around relatively quick. Okay, uh, Stiz, can the Chiefs make the playoffs? Yeah, they, they absolutely can. I, you know, I think I think it's going to be to the detriment of their uh, of their defense. 
Right. I, I kind of made the point last week that, you know, they're like the Golden State Warriors of the NFL <laughs> where, you know, they're just outscoring everybody. They'll give up, you know, 30, 32 points a game, but they'll score 34 to 40. I don't know, man. That, that That's going to be that's going to be their nemesis, I think, this year. You know, with CEH, too, he's out for three to four weeks now, I believe, on IR. You got Tyree Kill banged up with a, with a bruised quad. You got uh, Kelsey banged up with a stinger in his shoulder. They lose one of them pieces of of, of let's say uh, of of Kelsey <clears throat> of Kelsey or Hill. Yeah, you're in trouble, man. You're in trouble. Yeah. Um, bread and butter. I uh, I think they still will make the playoffs, but yeah, there's there's definitely a chance. And you guys know that Super Bowl losers curse. You know what I mean? It's like a lot of times. And look, they've been in the Super Bowl two years in a row now. Really should be three if, you know, the one guy could just line up on, on side the ball, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, so you've had three long seasons, and you see it sometimes. It's just weird. Look at the Niners last year. They had the rash of injuries, a lot of bad luck. Um, so, you know, maybe that's what's kind of happening, you know, going the Chiefs way. But Coach knows, too, if there's somebody that can get that defense playing, it's spags. So mm-hmm. he's going to coach them up. And, look, they don't need to be a top-10 defense. He just needs to get them to be a top-15 type defense just to make some stops for that offense. So uh, I do think they will make the playoffs still. But, um, yeah, uh, I think there's definitely a chance they don't make the playoffs. Now, obviously, we all know the, the story of the week was uh, John Gruden, you know, resigning. I mean, after all the uh, emails – um, coach, did uh, Urban Meyer send an edible arrangement to John Gruden? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he did. Honestly, I think he did. Because I, you know, I mean, if I, you know, because he, you know, he got up to that podium and just went, "Hey, did you guys hear about John Gruden?" <laughs> now, um, a couple things are the Raiders, are the Raiders playoff shots uh, hopes done now, Coach? Do you think? I don't know that they're done. Okay. Uh, but I hope they are because I have the Raiders and under. Right. So, you know, which was six. I didn't think they were going to win more than six. They're halfway there already, so I'm in trouble. Right. Uh, Stiz, do you think the Raiders' uh, hopes are done? I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the same bus. I mean, I got them at six and a half wins for the season. So, <laughs> no, I'm rooting on a, you know, seven to eight game losing streak. Yeah, this yeah. is this is going to hurt them. This, this is going to hurt them, this, this controversy. I mean, it usually yeah. does. It's going to hurt the locker room. It's going to hurt, you know, the, the players, the, the assistant coaches, and everybody else. Yeah. No, I mean, I think – well, I mean, I don't think they're, it, it, you know, like they're done, but they still have a shot. But I think with just – I think it's going to hurt Carr. It's going to hurt the offense. And I, I think it's just going to be – it's going to be a tough hill to climb. And look, look, you know, Coach said it. There's a lot of good teams in the AFC. There really is. So yeah. it, it, it's going to be tough. Um. If they do make it, I think it's going to be because this becomes a rallying point for them, and they kind of rally together and find a way to get in. Um, now, the one thing I think is really questionable, so after the whole Gruden thing, a lot of guys, including Derek Carr and all the people, said, okay, open up all the emails. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see them all. Let's, and there's 650,000. The NFL comes out and says, 
that those were the only emails that contained inappropriate language. Yeah, right. Do you believe that, Coach? <laughs> Not for a second, man. Yeah. Not for a second. Yeah. Stiz, do you believe that? No, no, not at all. A lot, a lot of curious curiosity there, man. Yeah, not neither do I. And to me, it's. I think you got to release it now. I think you do because that's just absurd. Like, do you? Okay, like it's so crazy because the whole point was an investigation of the Washington football team. But John Gruden's the one getting fired. Like, okay, well, where's the report? And I guess it's still to come about Washington. But, like, it almost seems like, to be honest with you, John John Gruden pissed in somebody's cereal. Um, maybe, John, you know, uh, Goodell didn't like being called a pussy. You know? Because yeah, well. uh, it, it seems – it seems very very much like somebody had it out for John Gruden. Yeah. The truth hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> the truth hurts here, Roger, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Roger doesn't have many fans. And, uh, no. you know, I, I'm obviously Patriots fans hate him. I guess now you can add uh, Raiders fans. I don't know they liked them before anyway, but I'm sure you can add them to the list. Um, all right, guys, welcome to the Seahawks. Uh, Russell Wilson out four to eight weeks. Once again, another year. Hey guys, if we could get the so all the guys right now that are on IR and put them on a team, you'd have a Pro Bowl team essentially. You know, you got CMC, you know, Stiz, who I want to get into that. Stiz, when we get into your fantasy advice with what you did this week and a yep. brilliant move in fantasy. But yeah, you got now Russell Wilson out 48 weeks. Uh, do you think uh, the Seahawks uh, plow shots done for this year, coach? I don't know that they're done, but who would have thought? that, you know, uh, Cam Newton's out of the league and Geno Smith is starting football games, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and do you guys know who, who, who the backup is for Seattle besides Geno Smith, who was thought about starting this week? No. Who's that? Blake no. Bortles. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, wow. He's still in the league wow. and still has his shot to start this Sunday night. Which That's is- great. Well, Coach said, I mean, it, it's just mind-blowing that Cam doesn't have a job and these guys are talking about being starters for the next six weeks. <laughs> now, you, know. you think the Seahawks are done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they're in trouble, man. You, you know, you're losing six weeks of Russell Wilson. Don't forget Chris Carson's on IR, too, yep. for at least three weeks with yeah. that neck injury. And who knows? I mean, with the neck injuries are, are, are tough, are tough to come back from. So I feel like he's going to be out yeah. more than three weeks. Oh, you saw that with Chancellor. Who played for Seattle? Yeah. He had the neck, and then ended up never playing football again. Um, I agree, especially in that division. I just think you, you know, <laughs> if it was a week or two, it'd be one thing. But you know, four to eight weeks, you're just—I mean, you're going to fall so far behind in that division. I just think you know, yeah, I think it's—I uh, I think they are done. Uh, if, they, if they were in the NFC East, I'd give them a shot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, look, do you think there's a re- there's a chance Russell Wilson leaves after this year, Coach? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Stiz. Well, he wanted to leave last year. You know, right. he was trying to get something done. So, yeah, I, I think so for sure. I mean, they still haven't bulked up that offensive line for him. Right. Which, you know, he's been, you know, 
really bitching and complaining about for the last couple of years. Right. So, yeah, I see him moving on. Yeah. No, I, and look, his injury was a freak type of thing. You know, I mean, he's always pressured. But I, I think the thumb or whatever, the finger hit the helmet throwing the ball. But um, I think it's become stale. I I wonder if he's going to request a trade or I don't know, know what the relationship's like with Pete Carroll, but I think they need something fresh in there. And it's one of those two. I think either, you know, they need to trade Russell if they want to keep Pete and kind of just maybe start anew. I think or, they need to do both. Okay. Okay. I that, think they need a fresh start. I think you need to, you know, and, you know, Pete's a great coach. I love Pete to death, but, you know, I think at some point your, your, your message gets old okay. because you've been there so long. Uh, and, and I think that's part of, part of it. And I think Russ is a little frustrated. I think he needs a fresh start. I think Pete needs to, you know, move on. And, you know, now, now we talked about bold predictions um, and, uh, you know, we've all seen now what would we after week five? So we're in week six here, and I, I you know, I want I want to ask everybody to give a bold prediction, and I'll start with mine, and then I'll go to Stiz, and then we'll see if coaches can come up with one yet. Um, <laughs> my, Dude, mine uh, hasn't changed. Mine hasn't changed. It's not changed. So okay, I, I'm fine. All right, bold. My my bold prediction is that uh, the Colts are still going to make the playoffs at one and four. Um, Look, I think they get a, get a win today against the Texans. You look at the Titans. They play the Bills this week and the Chiefs next week. So that can be two possible losses, and then they play the Colts. So if the Colts can and get – and then after the Colts, they play the Rams. So the Titans have at, – at the Rams. The Titans have a tough schedule coming up here. So if the mm-hmm. Titans somehow lose the next two games, Colts can get all two wins, and then they beat them in the head-to-head match. The Colts are right back in it. So, you know, people think C1 and 4. I think the Colts are still right in the middle of the thick of things. I think Wentz is starting to play better. I think they just need to clean some of the mistakes up. Um, just, you know, obviously last week, you know, should not have lost to the Ravens. Um, and that was not Wentz's fault. It was – I'd have put that on Frank Reich. Um, I thought, you know, the the Ravens' defense was, was gassed and done. And he said, okay – we're going to run the ball and run the clock and take timeouts and just take a field goal. And then the, cause they were up eight and then the field goal got blocked and the Ravens went down, scored a touchdown, got the two. And all of a sudden you had a, a tie game. And then Wes took them down and got them to the point where they could get a 46 yard field goal and missed the field goal. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and, I, and that's why in the NFL, man, you can never, I, I, you guys both know, can never take your foot off the gas in the NFL. It's no. just, you know, unless it's like four touchdowns or something insane, you can't. Because you see it so many times where they take the foot off and then the, the, the momentum switch, uh, switches. And then that momentum is like a snowball going down the hill. And I mean, Coach, you know, you remember that Eagles-Giants comeback where mm-hmm. the Eagles, you know, when they were down 21 in like six or seven minutes, you make one play and then all of a sudden, boom, you know, the momentum changes, and it's an entirely different um, ball game. Stiz, your bold prediction. Well, um, I'm staying on that Matt Stafford train, and, okay. and I'm going with the Rams to, you know, not only win the division, which which I said in the beginning of the season, um, but but make it to the Super Bowl as well. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know if they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I, I have they're firing on all cylinders, man. Right. You know, their defense is playing great. Their running game is good. They're, they're, they're – 
offense is just unbelievable. So, I, yeah, I, I'm going with them making it to the Super Bowl. Okay. Coach, your bold prediction? I'm sticking with it. Buffalo, baby. Okay. Buffalo wins it. Wins it all. Wins so, it your all. bold prediction is the Super Bowl favorite's going to win it all. <laughs> but I had that at the beginning it's of the year. It's a bold prediction, though. It is. It is. It's a bold prediction. The Bills haven't. The Bills have never won a Super Bowl, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. No, that's a bold prediction. Coach, settle down. Woosa. <laughs> I'm breaking yeah, the balls. Who's Fraba? Coach, you know I'm the smart one. Come on. You, yeah, you're, you're the smart one, man. I mean, cold on, you, man. coach. Yeah. Now, we're going to go to Stizz's fantasy advice now. And, and, and look, let me, let me give a shout out to the guy. Because Stiz made a trade in fantasy this week. And he told me Friday night. Do you want to tell the story, Stiz, or do you want, want me to bring? Oh, it doesn't matter. You could, you can, you could give me an alley oop. You could lead up right. to it. Okay, <laughs> so Stiz says he traded McCaffrey, and he said, "I just got a feeling that you know the injury was reaggravated or something, or you know it's something worse than than they're saying." And then I get home about twelve thirty. Christian McCaffrey's out for this week. And I'm like, damn. No, he's on IR the next three games. Coach, I'm, let me finish the story, you dope. And <laughs> That's then, a good one, Coach. Yeah. Then Saturday morning, I get a text from Stiz. Christian McCaffrey put on IR for three weeks. Again. Again. So, uh, Stiz, talk about the trade. So, Monday night, this past Monday night, I get a text from my boy in my league offering me a trade. You know, wanting McCaffrey, wanting, wanting, wanting a receiver. Right. We went back and forth about six different times trying to get a trade done, and uh, we made it happen. We did a three-for-three trade, and, you know, I tell all my people at work, all my fantasy people this this trade, and when I started off, their eyes just get wide because they say, you did what? I said, listen, I gave up McCaffrey. I gave up Justin Herbert, which is my man crush, right? And I gave up Calvin Ridley. He said, are you serious? Now, what did you get in return? I said, well, I got Josh Allen. I got the hookup with Stephon Diggs. And I got Darren Waller. I mean, on paper, it was a fair it was a fair trade. Now, my insight was Calvin Ridley's been underperforming so far all this year. Mm-hmm. Atlanta's offense sticks. Yeah. Calvin Ridley's on by this week, so I can't use him this week anyway. Neither can the guy that traded for him. So, okay, that's that's one hurdle. Hopefully he stays underperforming the rest of the year. But the big thing was Calvin Ridley, he practiced all last week. He was set to play in week five. Coaches kept him out for precautionary reasons one more week just to try to get him a little bit better for week six. Right. Practiced once this week. Didn't hear much more. He was 50-50 going into week six. My hope was, and crossing my fingers, because this is a roll of the dice for, for both parties involved, right. was that McCaffrey comes back, he gets hurt again like he did last year, and he doesn't play a full season right. moving forward, okay? Well, my hopes and dreams came true when I, you know, I get the note on Saturday morning saying <laughs> McCaffrey's back on IR for at least three weeks, yeah. Yeah. you know? The guy that traded, I mean, is blasting my phone up on group chat, wanting a veto. <laughs> well, you, know, it, it's, you know, it's not right for the league. Yeah. You know, we should trade back. You know, this and that. He you thinks this works for the Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he, he's he's calling me Putin. 
thinks I have some inside information. You know, he thinks he thinks all of a sudden I'm a Russian spy. Yeah. You know? I said, listen, listen. I said, listen, man. You came to me for this trade. You know, I didn't. I didn't come knocking at your door. You came to me. Yeah. I mean, bad luck. You know, it really is. I, I feel bad. I really do. But, but what it is too is not the. And it's not saying the other guy. Wasn't, but that's why you really got to stay up on the league because there was a thing, and they said, you know, you saw it last year too. They were very precautionary with McCaffrey, and now you got to wonder where the Panthers going to be at Week Nine, and if it's not in the playoff picture, are they then again going to say, let's shut them down? You know what I mean? You want to keep them healthy with you know the situation with running back. So uh, yes, it is now. You know, and look, if he does come back in week nine, let's say, but, you know, they play a couple weeks and then then they're eliminated. When it's your prime season and you're in the playoffs, they very well could shut him down again. You know what I mean? So, you know, it looks uh, like it's uh, going to work out for you. Unfortunately, I, I think you're seeing a beginning to the end of wow. McCaffrey. I mean, I hate to say that, and I hope right. it's not true. But, you know, this this guy's been your bread and butter for the last few years. He's been healthy besides last year. Right. And it just seems like it's trickling down where it's going to be an ongoing, you know, ongoing event, you know, yeah. every year. And exactly. it's unfortunate because, I mean, he's yeah. he's the number one pick for the last few years. Yeah. And, you know, people are going to kind of, you know, shade away from that now. But now, the last two years now, you look what happened. Now. Obviously, I doubt he's going to be the number one pick next year. So, no, no, now, no. Uh, Stiz, your fantasy advice for the week. So uh, we'll start with we'll start with pickups. Uh, okay. We're gonna go uh, Khalil Herbert. He, he's the rookie running back I talked about last week for Chicago. Uh, Damian Williams came in there. D Williams from uh, Kansas City. That you know me and Nevada Nick were kind of getting confused with you know right. Damian Williams and Darrell Williams. Right. But Damian Williams came in and he was supposed to be your starter and get the bulk of the carries uh, this week for Chicago. Unfortunately, he came down with COVID. So Khalil Herbert, the rookie, is going to be your starter and pretty much going to be getting all the carries. Herbert last week had 18 rushes for 75 yards. The thing is with Chicago, Justin Fields hasn't thrown more than 20 attempts in a game this year. So, you know, they look like they're going to be a run-first offense. So you're going to want to try to snag him off of uh, waivers, try to get him for the immediate future. Darrell Williams, which I just mentioned. High-powered offense in Kansas City. CEH looks like he's going to be out for four weeks. Williams has been part of this uh, Kansas City system for the last two, four years, so he knows his way around, and they're going to need him. Like I said, with, with Kelsey being a little bit banged up, with Tyree Kill being a little bit banged up, they're going to have to run the ball. And, and you see they have been the last couple of weeks. They haven't been a straight-throwing offense the last few weeks. So Darrell Williams is another pickup I like. Another sneaky guy for Baltimore, Rashad Bateman. He's been on IR all year. He was the rookie they picked up. I stashed him in two leagues, put him on IR. He just went off of IR this week. So he's set to play this today for Baltimore. Um, you know, temper your expectations in his first game back. I think he might add a little spark to this Baltimore offense. So, you know, pick him up. Set him aside, set him on your bench, see what he does today, and, uh, you know, you're going to go from, from there. You know, we have four teams on by this week, Atlanta, New Orleans, the Jets, and San Fran. This is where it starts, man, and this is where you're going to have to really get creative with, 
your waiver wire, your free agent pickups. And you're going to have to look ahead for sure because the next couple of weeks are going to be pretty tough with picking guys up. You're going to have a lot of guys on by. Um, Start-wise, I'm going to go start of the week. We talked about this guy since CMC's you know out for the immediate future, at least three weeks on IR. Chuba Hubbard, the rookie, he got involved last week. 24 rushes, 101 rushing yards. Five catches for 33 last week versus Philly in the loss. They're playing against Minnesota this week, who ranks 12th against running backs, giving up 26.6 a game. Good spot for Hubbard this week. Another start of the week, you know, pretty obvious to start this guy, and you're not going to stay away from him. But Stephon Diggs, which Stephon Diggs, I mean, is your is your automatic start. But look, man. 28 catches, 374 yards. He only has one touchdown this year. He really hasn't gotten going. And guess what? This might be the week. Monday night at Tennessee, primetime. Tennessee dead last against receivers. Giving up 47.3 points per game to receivers. Good spot. Good spot. What's up, uh, Sam? Thanks for the love, bud. Uh, six of the week, I got one here, and, and this is a big profile name too, which really hasn't been producing this year. Allen Robinson for the Chicago Bears. They're barely throwing the ball. I, you know, I just mentioned it. Justin Fields hasn't thrown the ball more than 20 times th- this year as of yet. So I don't see that trend, you know, I don't see that trend moving forward anytime soon. Allen Robinson, 17 catches for 181 yards and one touchdown in five games. He's got a good matchup versus Green Bay, who's given up 34 points per game. And, and you know, we talked about it last week. They're, they're missing a couple cornerbacks. Uh, they're missing some defensive linemen. So it's a good matchup, but it's a wait-and-see approach. I'm, I'm going to sit Allen Robinson on my bench, unfortunately, and, uh, you know, see what happens from there. Okay. Now, Michael Thomas, uh, they say might come back next week for the Saints. Do you think he's going to have an impact with Winston, or do you think it's going to take a little while for them to get some chemistry? I think it may take a couple of weeks um, to get him kind of back in game shape. You know, Coach always calls it, you know, back in game shape. Yeah. um, And get his legs underneath him and, and, you know, and and get kind of, you know, on, on point with Jameis Winston. So yeah, I think I think it might take him a couple of weeks, but I'd love to see him come back. You know, it'd be a nice uh, boost for that offense. Yeah. All right, now we'll get to uh, my picks, which we're starting to head obviously in the. Uh, <laughs> that's great. Oh, that's great, and it's just gonna keep getting bigger, man. <laughs> All right, so my first pick, I'm gonna go with, and I think this line tells you, it, it look, it, it's. This line makes no sense to me. I thought this line should be five and a half or six. Uh, Cowboys look that good. I'm going to start with the Patriots plus three and a half. I think the Cowboys are going to win the game. I do. But I think for some crazy reason, the Patriots are going to find a way to cover by three. Um, yeah, I just, I, I, you know, I the line makes no sense to me. That's, a you know, basically that's the reason for my pick. I don't think yeah. the Patriots are a better team. I think they are at home. You know, I, I think Dallas is, you know, everybody's in love with them. I think they're in, you know, kind of that letdown kind of week. Uh, I, I uh, see uh, Patriots plus three and a half. I think Dallas will still win 
but I like the Patriots plus three and a half today. Then I'm going to Cleveland. Uh, there are some books showing three or three and a half. To, you know, buy if it's three and a half, buy it to three. I got I bet it early in a week at two and a hook. Uh, I love the Browns today. I really do. Uh, Cardinals, obviously, no Cliff Kingsbury. He can't coach due to COVID. Chandler Jones was on the COVID list. Um, still isn't off it, so doesn't look like he's going to play. Um, now, obviously, Nick Chubb out for the Browns, but still, you know, you wonder without Cliff Kingsbury and you know and him calling the plays, the effect that's going to have. I think today the Cardinals find their first loss. I like the Browns minus two and a half. Then I'm going to go, hey, man, you know, I think this team, they might not have won a game, but, you know, you haven't seen many teams that play as hard as the Lions. They really do. They just have had some bad luck the last two weeks. You know, Stiz mushed them last week. Um, <laughs> he, oh, he completely mushed them. He said, oh, look, the Lions and the, uh, his buddy uh, had the Vikings um, survivor. So he started texting them. I said, dude, don't send the text. There's still 37 seconds left. He I never did. do that. He did it. And then we're looking over and Stiz is pointing. And there's the Vikings uh, celebrating their win. And we're like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Listen, listen, coach, the, the, the dude's talking shit on me on how bad my fantasy team is. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I told him how bad he was to pick a survivor pick. I mean, you know. you know better. You know, know. better, Stiz. I know. But yeah. I like the Lions plus three and a half today. I think you got to you got there's a chance you see them get their first win. I do like Cincinnati and how Burrow looks, but this this Lions team, you know, it's been mistakes. They've actually moved the ball on offense. They got they got to stop the, the mistakes with Goff. They got to con- convert in the red zone. These are the troubles they're having. I like the Lions today. I think the Lions uh, win outright. Um, my, my next game I'm going to go to is. The, the Chargers, plus three against the Ravens. Um, look, you know, I think the Ravens are a little bit of a fugazi. And I know everybody's on Lamar Jackson and all, but let's not forget, they're a CEH fumble, okay, a 66-yard field goal, okay, and a 19-point comeback from being one and four. You know, and I know you say, oh, well, they made what, but – there's been a lot of things that fall their way, um, and I just think there's some holes with the Ravens. Yeah, but the Ravens, they're going to win, you know, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. And until Lamar – I like Lamar. I think he's gotten better. But until until he shows me that he can do it in the playoffs, I'm going to be a doubter. And unless they go get him that DeAndre Hopkins-type player. You know, he hasn't had that. If they go get him a number one receiver – you know, we'll talk. Then maybe I think we could talk about Super Bowl. But until he has that, I, I don't think the Ravens go into Super Bowl. But I like to – or make the Super Bowl. I like the Chargers plus three. And then I'm going to give you my usual teaser. I'm going to go Packers at pick, Chiefs minus a half, two-team teaser, take it to the back. You know me, I love my teasers, and my teasers have done pretty damn good this year. I gave her my teaser lock of the lock of the year two weeks ago. And, and that hit, thank God, you know, it wasn't, you know, I had to sweat it a little bit, but uh, it did uh, when my lock of the week will be um, the Browns game. Okay. Uh, Stiz, you're a uh, prop bet and then we'll get your lock and then we'll get coaches lock. So uh, let's start with your prop bet. Go ahead, Stiz. So prop bet is Darrell Williams. I mentioned him earlier. He's over 15 and a half receiving yards 
he hit the, that over the last two games, the last two weeks, and that was with CEH in the lineup. Washington's given up nine and a half yards per catch to running backs. He only needs two of them to get this uh, to get this average. So, like I said, without CEH in there, they're they're going to throw the ball. They're going to they're going to create screen passes for the running back. I think he hits this over uh, pretty easy. You know, it's crazy. You might say to yourself, "Wait a minute, Stiz, you you had." Kickers the last two weeks that you were hot on, and you've been building on. Why would you get away from the kickers? Eh, you know what? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna mess around a little bit here, and and, and I'm gonna really uh, try to get three in a row here without without a kicker this week and see what happens. If I lose this week, then I go back to the kickers. Well, and you know what, too, Stiz, you know, with somebody like that too, you know, one good play you can go over. You know, uh, my brother, you know, did it the other night with Leonard Fournette. He had him over on receiving yards, and he went over in the second quarter. So, you know, so on these low ones, if you have a spot you like, you know what I mean, it makes sense sometimes. You know, Miles Sanders, for instance, I hit him down AC last week, and, you know. On the under? No, over. <laughs> I went over. I had the yards. Me, me and Sis were joking about him being under at halftime last on, on Thursday night, and he ended up going over. Because in that right. fourth quarter, he was only 34 and a half because they don't give him the ball, and the Bucs have the best run defense in football. So, oh, uh, yeah, but he ended up going over. And uh, so, Stiz, there's your prop bet. Stiz, Stiz is going with his lock of the year. So, Stiz yeah. is putting out his lock of the year. Oh, uh, he's getting his chain out all for it. Get it on the right way, Stiz. Let's, let's, let's your lock of the, of the boys and girls over there. All right, <laughs> Ed, what's your lock of the year? Lock of the year, and, and listen, I'm riding your coattails, Nevada. I, I saw this line in the beginning of the week, and this thing just jumped out at me. I'm going with the Cleveland Brownies minus two and a half. Okay, I, this is this is before I heard that Chubb was out, but I'm yeah. still sticking with them. Right. Listen, anytime a five and O team are underdogs, I'm running the other way. Right. <clears throat> because that, I mean, that screams the favorite, at least right. to me anyway. Right. Um, I just think with with Kyler Murray's shoulder, with them not having a head coach in there because of COVID, with Cleveland, you know, losing that game last week, which was the game of the week, in my opinion, they're at home. I think they're going to run all over Arizona right. and, and put them at five and one. And it's West Coast, East Coast too, Stiz. I think that's a fact. That's a good. That's, that's a great. That's a great point. That's a yeah. great point. That always that always comes into play. Yeah, so yeah. Cleveland Browns minus two and a half. That's my lock of the year. I'm looking to uh, get some get some more points and uh, get myself way ahead of coaching yeah. this uh, in this little game of ours. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, you know, like I said, I had the teaser. I called it my teaser lock of the year. I didn't think it was fair because a teaser bet shouldn't be – it should be one game. So, I didn't. So, I'm still waiting for my lock of the year. I just haven't had that game yet. Um, so, I'm waiting to see when I, I feel that. Coach, I don't know. Who knows when Coach – Coach might forget to have his lock of the year. That's my lock of the year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. Coach, your lock of the week. Oh, my lock of the week is um... – it's on the screen if you forget. Is it on the screen here? No. <laughs> we we put it in closed captioning. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah, I'm going with the Packers this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just think, you know, it's five and a half. Uh they should easily win by a touchdown. Okay. So 
you know, and uh, I want I like the Browns game just like everybody else, but I had to be different. Okay, you know, I, I wanted to be Good. different. You know, thank so, God. I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go. Trying to get the streak to two, baby. Streak to two. Yeah. We're, we're, Coach we're trying to climb the standings because Nevada Knicks on top right now. We're rooting for you, buddy. Can I, yeah. can I uh, Nevada? Can I tell a, a quick, uh, quick story to get off the NFL yeah, good, subject? Good. Yeah, and uh, just, just on the Harry's uh, last point, you know, we we have a good time here and we talk yeah. all football, but you know, I like to talk cornhole and our happy hours and stuff like that. Harry's Harry's point, and just to let Coach know, because Coach isn't, you know, doesn't know what that. Yeah, I never get an thing. invite, so I don't know. I wouldn't know. I, I know we'd love to have you. Trust yeah, me. You, whatever you want, Coach. Come on, <laughs> so, get all done. So, they all talk about it. Yeah, they, yeah, you can come whenever you want, Coach. <laughs> Harry Harry Trader was my uh, was my partner this week in cornhole, and and you know we started off two and zero. We sat, we waited for you know the tournament to get done. The team had to play us, uh, you know, two games beat us two games. They they handily beat us the first game. We got we were a little bit undermanned that game, but the second game, we were down 20 to 10. And Mr. Clutch, Stizzalicious, comes back <laughs> with a five-run inning. Okay. <laughs> Puts him to 20 to 15. On the next throw, the opposite team's throwing. My man Joe and the other team, and we this is this is we always take a picture that you'll see, you know, on Facebook every week. We always take a picture of the winners every week. And, you know, I write up a little story if it's me. If not, I bash whoever it is. Well, my man Joe on the opposite team says to us, down 20 to 15, how's my hair look? Does my hair look all right for the picture? <laughs> now, you know, Nick told me, you know, you never mush yourself. You never yep. say anything until <laughs> the game's over, coach. Yep. Well, my man Joe said it, and yep. I fed on it. And I said, Joe, your hair looks great. Get the cameras out. Get the paparazzi. Let's get this picture taken. That's all I needed. Guess what? what? Stiz had another five-run inning to make it 20 to 20. Harry closed it out with a two runs. First to the championship. <laughs> we got the medallions. We got the trophy back. That's and, four times for me. Look, four different partners. Stiz looking to tie the record next week five times. I'm looking to tie the record from that creep Drew Bash <laughs> with the same guy every week. I'm looking to do it with five different partners. So let's go. Let's break it. All right. All right. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right, everyone. We appreciate you checking us out. Uh, please share it with your friends. Uh, like the page. Uh, go over to YouTube. Subscribe. Ring the bell. All that funky stuff. We appreciate all the help you give us. Uh, enjoy the football games. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Uh, do a little recap before Monday's game. Uh, everyone be safe. Enjoy. We'll see you guys tomorrow.